where we're more than just a podcast, we're a family. Go ahead and take some deep breaths, baby. You're safe here. Self-love, confidence, acceptance, and growth. Welcome home. Welcome to Probably Lead to Something. Hi, babies. Welcome. Oh, oh. <clears throat> Hold on. Who is she? Welcome back to another episode of Probably Late to Something. For those of you that are just listening, I hope my voice soothes 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 your ears and for those of you that are on youtube thank you for visiting the video because you like the behind the scenes you like to see my facial expressions you like to feel like it's a facetime call i know i know i like it too i like it too so thank you either way for supporting me and being here again for another episode i have a really good challenge for you this week that i'm so excited for you guys to try and let me know how you like it i also have some exciting news for merch and my idea coming out. I'll actually, never mind. I will show you right now. For those that are on YouTube, you'll be able to see. For those that aren't, I'm sorry, honey, you will have to check out the podcast Instagram or go look at the video when you're ready. But the journals finally came in. I'm so excited. And it was so weird to be putting so much effort in to you know, something that's kind of like risky whenever you start your own brand or you start a business or you're trying to sell something, it can be really scary because, you know, you have that big fear of like, just what if you fail? What if no one wants to hear what you have to say? No one cares about anything you put out and you just fail, you know? And I I think about that a lot, but I read something today. I actually want to read it to you guys. Hold on. I read something today that said... Um, the real question is what work are you willing to do? Even if nobody claps, what will be worthwhile if it goes unacknowledged? How will you feel loved by a few people? If you aren't recognized by many finding the exceptional in the ordinary is the real extraordinary. Okay. I had to make sure I pronounce exceptional, right? Because I, 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 I'm a nervous reader. I remember in high school when they would like tell you, okay, re- you're going to read next, the next paragraph or whatever. I remember sitting there and like counting the people ahead of me and like making sure that I knew which paragraph I was going to read, especially in science class. I-, I feel like it should be, you know, a law that they cannot make you read paragraphs in science class because how do you know how to say all those organisms names and all that crap whatever I just just a little bit down trauma lane but again here are my journals I am so excited for those of you that can't see um, they're green purple pink and blue and they say today I choose me Malia Hope and they're super soft they're like a soft leather fabric and when I got them I like almost wanted to cry because um this is backwards sorry because it's so weird to see something that you put so much work in like come out like in front of your eyes and be like this says my name on it and this is like made by me and the inside's just college rule um and the pages are super soft so I remember Ben when I was like kind of stressed out uh because I'm doing my t-shirt line which is just like comfy shirts you can wear to bed or wear with leggings or like on a lazy day because I'm all about relaxing I'm all about rainy days We just had like a little tropical storm pass over Florida 
And I was so excited. Like, I obviously didn't want it to be a hurricane, but I was so excited to sit at home and just like be able to edit videos and like come up with podcast ideas and talk to you guys on my DMs and just like relax in the rain. So uh, that's what my kind of brand is about. You know, I, I have some leggings and dresses. Obviously, no, nothing is released yet. The journals and the purpose of that was for the podcast. Um, that one girl that reached out to me saying that she loves my challenges of the week and that she missed them, which is the main reason why I brought them back. She said that she loved to reflect and journal them. And it just made my heart so, so happy because I truly, truly believe in really talking to yourself, like genuinely, not just being like, oh, la, 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 journal, like your, your, you know, past or something like that. Like, no, speak to yourself. You know, I put out that ebook a long time ago and it was like a love letter to you. Um, and in that I wrote my first love letter to myself back in like 2017. And you know what? I'm actually going to get up and I'm going to get the love letter that I wrote to myself recently. All right, so we're going to get super personal, which we always do on here, but it's my safe space and hopefully yours as well. So I'm going to read out the one that I wrote to myself. I was feeling like a bit off, um, so I genuinely wrote to myself. I said, Dear Malia, Hi, baby. I love you. I want to start off by listing all of the reasons I'm proud of you. One, you're a hard worker. You know the things you want and you chase them and not on some lame shit. I mean, really work the hours, spend the money and fight against people that doubt you. You've done so much. You're only 22. Number two, reflect and work on breaking toxic patterns, even if that means that you're in the wrong. Not many people can do that. And that's the reason the world fucking sucks sometimes. Number three, being so kind and genuine, even when others hate on you. It's not very easy being in the public eye. It's not easy having that pressure, but you are capable. These people look up to you, not for your looks, but for your soul. You have a greater purpose than you know. Trust in yourself, honey. You are worthy. You are strong. You earned this life. You fought for this life. I am here for you. I love you. Lean on me. Trust in me. I will not let you fall. I will not leave you or lead you astray. Relax. Live in the moment. Let yourself be happy. I will make sure we are safe. I will protect you and love you forever, my beautiful baby girl. I love you more than you could ever imagine. You are exactly where you need to be. Trust in your journey. Let there be peace, gratitude, and let there be light. And then I said, love your sexy self. So that's what I mean when I talk about writing to yourself and journaling to yourself. It's a way of connecting to yourself. So many times we just walk through life and we're kind of just like, da, 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 da. we have no idea like what we're actually doing. We don't connect with ourselves, don't check in with ourselves. So I came out with the journals because I thought it would be a great idea for you guys. And they're going to come with a candle. So it's going to be a set, uh, the journal and the candle. And you guys could like light the candle anytime you're listening to the podcast and journal some ideas or journal like a love note to yourself. Um, and I just, I thought that'd be a good thing because I really want you guys to be able to like sit down and like experience the love that you can give yourself. You know, we waste so much time giving it to other people that don't deserve it. That time, that that fucking stops now. That stops now. So I just wanted to show you guys that um, and the journals. So I hope you guys like them when they come out. I'm trying to drop 
them before Christmas, but we will see. Um, but getting into the real point of this episode is psychedelics, okay? And I'm going to give you a backstory because I know that there's, you know, people that do psychedelics just for fun and the fuck of it. I personally wasn't doing it for that reason. When I was 17, I got super spiritual. And I think I've talked about that before, like long leg hair, long armpit hair, like genuinely deleted all social media, was vegan, did yoga every day, meditated for hours every day. And that's where I felt safe. And I was genuinely really happy. I was like, super, super happy at that point in my life. But so um, I picked up this book because my grandpa and I used to always talk about like the meaning of life and the purposes of everything. And he told me about this man named Ram Dass. So I started doing research on Ram Dass. I started listening to his lectures on YouTube. And he was a guru that was very deep you could connect. He would always talk about connecting to your higher power, connecting to the one true consciousness, you know, the power of now, right? So I bought his book, The Power of Now. And if you, some of you guys have heard it, it's an awesome book. If you guys have seen it, it's super cool. When I first opened it, um, the beginning is words, right? Like just like paragraphs about the author, about the, you know, history of the book or like how it was created, which by the way, funny background story. He wrote the book when he was tripping on acid, 2,100 grams a day, or 1,200 grams, I think, a day for three weeks straight. He locked himself and other professors, and like I think some of them were from like Harvard and all that shit, in a house. And that's when he wrote this book. So the beginning, it's like words and paragraphs, all normal. But then when the book actually starts, it's like a whole bunch of um, like symbols you're right so it like it makes no sense i remember like buying the book and being like what is this this isn't showing me the power of now like what <laughs> it was just like kind of gibberish um but anywho so i went to school one day and one of my friends was like hey i'm selling shrooms and i was like you know, I, I want to do shrooms, but this was also at a point where I cut off everybody in my life. Like uh, I dropped the boyfriend, I dropped the friend group. I think I've talked about that before. And I just went like offline, I guess, in a way. So I ended up buying the shrooms. And the one thing they always tell you when you're tripping for the first time is to never do it alone. You should always have like a guide with you or like a sober friend or whatever the case may be. Um, I didn't listen to that. I was like, no, what the fuck? I'm going to do this myself. I don't need anybody else. So it was like a fucking Wednesday night and my sister was downstairs. My mom was sleeping in her room and I decided to eat all these shrooms. So I ate them all. And then I started getting a little nervous. I was like, okay, like, I don't know what to expect. Like, what the heck? And I remember like sitting back and like looking at my ceiling and I started seeing like all the little like dots or like indentations in the ceiling start to move and they turn into like two armies running towards each other to like fight a war. It was really interesting. Uh, but at that point I started, you know, like doodling and doing some art. Um, and then I decided to pick up that book. And that was when the crazy shit started happening. My purpose was to have an ego death. 
right? And if you've never heard of an ego death, that's where you let go of your identity. You know, like you have your body, you have a soul inside of you, but then you're trapped in the Malia, right? And then whatever your name is and what you look like and who your friends are and what your purpose is and how you feel. And like, you're trapped in all of this stuff, like figuring out your life in society. But when you have an ego death, you strip that away from you. So Malia is gone. And I'm just that conscious energy of love and passion and one with the higher power, you know? Uh, So that's what I wanted to do. That's what I wanted to happen. So I read this book and I get to the symbols part and I'm starting to, you know, like obviously assuming it's not going to make any sense. And it all clicks. It was like I had unlocked the key to understanding the book. And I was like, oh my God, he was tripping and now I'm tripping and now I can read this book. And it really made me like, not freak out, but like it gave me a very powerful experience because one part says to get to the other side, you will not make it. You must die you know, and he's talking about an ego death, like you have to let go of yourself. And at first it feels really scary because it's like you're holding on to yourself, but then you just let it go. (laughs) You like let it go. And I remember just bawling my eyes out and then running to the mirror. And another thing they tell you not to do, don't stare at yourself. I stared at myself for like three hours. Like I literally stared into my eyes for three hours and cried. And I had the most beautiful joy, like trapped in my body. And, you know, I, I think that And I'm going to give you guys some things, you know, some advices if you guys um, wanted to do it, if you're interested in doing it. Um, I definitely would definitely, definitely, definitely would not trip unless you feel like you are strong enough in your sense of self to be able to get yourself out of a bad trip, right? Like a lot of the times you can do drugs or something like that. And then you get into a bad state of mind and you freak out, right? You freak out, you freak out, you freak out, and you cannot get yourself out of it because you're high. Um, But you really have to be able to recognize and know and take care of yourself and, you know, calm yourself down by being like, I'm on drugs, this will pass. Um, So I was never really too worried about tripping. Like I can't smoke weed for the life of me. If I smoke weed, I have the biggest panic attack and I had a fucking Delta 8 edible. By the way, don't ever do Delta 8. Like it's not fun in games, honey. I did a Delta 8 edible and I thought that it was going to be nothing. And Ben literally saw me freaking out. He's like, Malia, you're fighting your high too much. Like just relax. And I could not breathe. I couldn't like see. I was like hyperventilating. I thought that I was literally being pulled into the underworld. Like it was just the scariest thing ever. And it only happens whenever I'm like high like that, like not on psychedelics, but just like when I'm high, like, I don't know, my body just doesn't like it. Uh, no, no moss for me. Never again, never the fuck again. Oh, and mind you, while this is happening, while I'm like panicking and like, losing my shit ben is like super high because he ate the whole edible and then was hitting like the delta 8 vape pen and he goes into the bathroom and all of a sudden i just hear bang 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 like literally crazy like my first my first thought was all right so 
he went to the bathroom and there was a burglar and this burglar has, you know, knocked him to the ground and they're fighting. That's like my thought process. I'm sitting in bed staring because he like went to the bathroom and then closed the door. So I'm staring at the bathroom door and I'm like, I'm too high for this, but I'm going to have to go and like rescue my fiance, you know? So I get up and slowly walk to the door and all of a sudden you see him open the door on his hands and knees like he's on the bathroom floor opening the door like sliding it on his hands and knees and he crawls out and then he passes out like he rolls onto his back and passes out and i'm like i'm freaking out because i'm so high i was like oh my god he's dead i was like he's dead i don't know what to do so i was like ben this isn't a joke you get up right now before i call 911 i was like i'm gonna call 911 and then he opens his eyes and he's like what are what are, what are you doing? And he's like a key, like he's like what are you doing? And I'm like what am I doing? What are you doing? You're sitting on, you're literally laying on the floor. So I guess he ended up falling or something, and he doesn't remember. But it's weird because he had a bruise on both sides of his forehead, like right side, left side, and his like left side of his hip. So it was weird because he's like, he doesn't know how he felt because it would make sense if all of the sores were on one side, but it's like he fell and then got up and then <laughs> fell again. I don't know. It's funny to think about it now, but at the time I was really, really high and that was like a very traumatizing experience for me. I'm sorry if you guys are watching this on YouTube. I feel like these, this light is so much brighter than it normally is. I have worked so hard to try to fix it, especially the other day. I ended up, I normally always film the podcast on Tuesday, but I was so worked up because I couldn't get this to like match up. So I ended up not filming at all. Um, but yeah, so that was my first experience on shrooms. It was pretty, it was pretty nice. Um, I think I've only tripped like four or five times and this was all literally like years ago, like my last time I tripped, I think was 18, 19, 20, 22. Like this was all over four years ago. Um, but so the next time I tripped, I tripped with my friend. And this was the only bad, not even a bad experience, but I'll like explain it. Uh, so I tripped with this girl that I was super, super close with. We were like, I feel like we were like twin souls, but like we would get together and either blow up just in arguments or fights and then not speak for like eight years. Or we would like be so close and like can like guess what the person's thinking, literally be on the same like page. Uh, we never speak. I, I think some of you guys might know the story from what happened in Amsterdam. Uh, if you do, you do. If you don't, I'll probably do a story time another time. But um. So we go to the beach, right? So we take the shrooms. First of all, we took them in miso soup, which was a really bad idea because shrooms taste like shit because they're literally grown in cow shit. It's not even a joke. Like it's it smells and tastes like shit. And so we took the shrooms at her. We took the shrooms. Yeah, we took the shrooms in her room, right? The minute we started tripping, we told her dad to like take us to the beach. Keep in mind, I had like a big backpack on and I had like so many things there. I had like my singing bowls, I had coloring books, I had markers, I had normal books, I had a journal, I had water, I had like snacks. I literally like I was packing for a trip. And when I said that to her, I was like, it's literally like we're packing for a trip. It like psyched me out because I was like, we're packing for a trip, we're packing for a trip and we're tripping. Like it was so <laughs> extra. But so we go to, um, there's an embarrassing part of the story that I don't think I'm going to tell you guys. 
because I think that's like too vulnerable for me. Ah, fuck it. I'll probably say it. Um, So we go to this beach, right? And we did it on a Saturday morning. So when you are like high like that and tripping, you do not want to be around people like because you are genuinely like not in reality. So when you are like in a close proximity with someone that is sober, you feel like you look like you are insane. Mind you, I also wore my tribal shirt. So like a giant tribal shirt, all this giant backpack, like it was just, I felt like it was so obvious. So we go to the beach. We don't think anyone's going to be there. So we go like far down, like on uh, far down the beach and there's all those access points. So we went like to the furthest one we've ever been to and we show up and there's like a billion people. Obviously, of course, it's Saturday morning. So we literally are tripping and we don't know how to find a place to sit. So we sit all the way on the grass like on the grass. So like you, there's the street, then there's the sidewalk, then there's the beach stairs. And then there's like the mangroves and like the grass. And then there's all the sand and then the beach at the bottom. We sit next to the grass, like, and then I got so overwhelmed, like thinking like, oh my God, we're next to the grass. We're not like, it was so, it's so weird. Cause like when you are tripping, like it is harder to do normal things. Um, or at least for me, cause I was like, what? Like I was a fucking baby. I was in a diaper pretty much. I still am in a diaper. Like what, what? I don't know. I don't know. But so at that point, um, she looked at me and she said something so scary. So this was like the, this was like the bad part of my little trip. This was the worst experience and it still like wasn't that bad, but this was as bad as it goes. Cause I've heard some terrible stories from people, but so, uh, she looks at me and she goes, oh my God, you are so pale. Are you okay? And like when you're tripping, you don't want to hear that you're super pale and have someone freak out and ask you if you're okay. So obviously I started like freaking out and I started drinking so much water, right? Then I have to go to the bathroom. Where am I going to go? There's no bathrooms at the beach. No, there's not. There was one like two miles away when we passed I don't know if you heard that toot or not, but so there's one like two miles, like past like the beach exit, you know, uh, but we're not anywhere around there. There's no fucking way I can get into the ocean with all those people. I'm literally on the grass. So I am so overwhelmed that I just sat in the grass and I peed. Did I take my shorts off and go into the bikini bottoms? No, no. Because that's not that's not the way that you should probably do that, right? Like you should probably just leave them on. I think that's probably the smartest way to handle that situation. Anyway, so her dad picks us up. And when the minute we get to her house, oh, actually, no, enough, this is like the scariest part, right? Because I already peed myself and I was like, fuck it, whatever. Uh, but so then we show up to her dad's house. And I don't know if I like did, I didn't, I guess I didn't catch it before, but she had this, I'm obsessed with banyan trees. And she had this beautiful banyan tree in front of her house that I was always so obsessed with. And I would like go and touch it every time I went to her house and whatever. So I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, all right, we're gone from the beach. That trauma, like that traumatizing part is over. Let's just, you know, get into um, the house and like see the tree and whatever. We pull up her dad had cut down the tree like the day before. And when you're like, at least for me, when you're high like that, I'm connected. Like I see the grass breathing. Like I can literally see the grass breathing. Everything is alive. So 
that really, really, really upset me. And I all of a sudden started seeing blood everywhere. Like it was all over her dad. It was all over the floor. It was so, so fucking scary. Um, But then I was like, all right, you're not having the best time right now. So I went into the bathroom I changed my clothes. I took a shower. I like calmed myself down. I was like, breathe. You're fine. Everything's okay. Like let the past go. Like you're just tripping. And then I went into the room and we had the best time. That's why like when I say the trip was like, that was the bad part of it. Like the trip itself was super great. Once we got like in the safety of our room, we put on um, planet earth And I turned into a lion. Like, I literally turned into a lion. I remember, like, because they show you the lion and the cubs. And, like, you can see their toes hitting the sand. And I felt, like, the sand in my hands that were paws. So, yeah, that that was a beautiful experience. We were both sitting there, like, hugging each other. And we were like, I love you, man. I love you, too. And it was just, like, very great warming experience. And then her dad was like, do you guys want pizza? And we were like, yeah. He's like, what do you want on it? And I was like, mushrooms. (laughs) So that was the end of that little trip. It was good. It was fine. Like it was a good time. I enjoyed it and I would do it again if I had the choice to. Um, here is the last story I will talk about of, of like tripping or whatever. And then I'll read out yours because you guys gave me a whole bunch of little stories. So I'm going to have to tell them. Um, and I haven't looked through them yet. So this will be like the first look for both of us in honest reactions. So the next time I tripped, hold on, let me get a glass of water or sip of water. I also want to just all of us take a deep breath, like, (sighs) 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 that's nice. Give yourself a few squeezes, squeeze your hand, squeeze your legs, squeeze your shoulders, check in with yourself. How are you doing? Do you need anything? Do you need water? Do you need to rotate your ankles or your wrist? Shake your neck. What do you need, honey? What do you need? Always check in on yourself. Um, but so this was a time I candy flipped. And candy flipping is when you do acid and then do Molly. Um, now that I've had more experience with, with Molly, and again, I am a different breed. I know some people do drugs like that and then get hooked. I think I'm so stubborn that I don't have an addictive personality because of that. Like you cannot make I I, you know if I want to stop something I will stop something like there's not anything else gonna get in between that so uh anyway so me and that same girl that I tripped on shrooms with and this other girl who that's my number one thing I'll say if you are tripping make sure you are not around certain people like certain people will give you terrible 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 energy I remember my friend one of my best friends she said she was like tripping in a room with like her boyfriend and then her boyfriend's friend and her boyfriend started freaking out and he started talking in a demon voice and was like oh that's jerry he comes here every now and then um what i would have smacked him so hard with like a bat or something i would have literally like put grabbed holy water like i don't fuck with that shit like that was i was like and you sat there and she was like what else am i supposed to do i'm like run for the hills this man is like hey 
I'm Jerry. <laughs> like, what are you doing? That is so weird. Anyways, I mean, I peed myself. So what, what, what really do I have to say? Whatever. It's fine. Moving on. So anyways, we, uh, the three of us go and we pick up acid and then they said, oh, the dealer was thought we were hot. So they gave us Molly too. So we're going to candy flip. I was like, don't know what the fuck that is, but, but so we, I remember the first part was amazing. Um, so we went to this like high peak at the beach where like you have all the mangroves and then you have the beach to your right or whatever. I guess it depends on like what, where you're standing, but so the beach is there and then all the mangroves. And then at the top of like this one hill and keep in mind it's Florida. So it's pretty flat. So this hill's like one foot, uh, but there's like this little like hideaway little, I don't know, like it has a roof and like the, there's like the little benches or whatever. Um, and we sat there and we watched the sunset and it was beautiful. And that was when I started noticing how high I was because my pupils were dilated. And I have a whole bunch of pictures. I'll put them up if I can find them. But it was really, really beautiful. So then we start walking down this big path. And we get kind of lost. But I was like, fine. Like, acid was very different than uh, shrooms. Shrooms is like you're connected to earth and you're really connected to your emotions and your feelings. Acid, I feel like, is like in your brain more, not your body. It's like a mind high. Um, I prefer shrooms 100%. But so we kind of get lost and then we finally find the peak. Mind you, I'm sorry, I've said that like 85 times. Love you guys. Mind you, I am a land girl. I'm a land girl. I don't want to dip my toes in some water where there's microorganisms uh, that get into your ears and eat your brain. Like I don't, I, I don't care if it's one in a million chance. I'm not chanting it at all. I also don't want little sharky sharkies to bite my butt cheeks. Like I got some meat on my bones. That's for sure. And I'm not trying to experience that. No, no way. So I'm not a girl to just get in the water. I'm like, I'll sit up, up here and I'll tan, whatever. Um, so we finally get through the mangroves and it was literally like, I shit you not, it was like a movie scene. Like it was the most, you couldn't describe it because one, we're all sober. Well, some of us are, but um, it was like a movie scene. You, the like the bushes opened up and it was the most beautiful thing I had ever seen in my life. And I just sprinted. I sprinted so fast and I just jumped in the water jumped in the water and the water was hugging me like the ocean was hugging me um i also might have went streaking i don't want to say that for legal purposes because i know you're not supposed to no one was around us though but the water was literally hugging me and it felt so great and then the way the sun was setting it literally blended in like the water and the sky was all like pink and blue like it was it was fantastic. Like it was a beautiful, there was no waves either. Like the beach was like perfectly calm. Like it was genuinely a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful experience. Um, I wish I would have just left it at that, but like those girls wanted to do Molly, whatever. So then I, we will go back home and, um, there's Molly in the car, right? So I was like, oh, I don't want to forget this in here, you know, because we're all tripping. So it's like, I don't want to leave this in the car. So I put it in my bathing suit top. Okay. 
And then we all get inside and we all go into the shower. So we're all showering and whatever. And I take the top off and I'm like minding my business, like conditioning my hair. It's so warm. We're like having a great time. And then we go into the room. We're in our PJs. And she goes, oh, what about the Molly? I freak out. I was like, oh shit, it was in my bra. I probably flushed it. So I go in there and Molly's are like in little capsules, the ones that we got. I think normally it's supposed to be in a pill. Who knows what the fuck we took? I genuinely don't know. I shouldn't have trusted either of those girls. They are not very smart and I'm not very smart for like not giving a fuck. Um, but so I go into the bathroom and I pull it out of the drain. The little bag is still there, but everything is melted because it was like in hot water and whatever. So like the crackheads we were we decided to suck it out of the bag we were like and it literally like when you sucked it like it like made your whole mouth numb your whole throat numb you're like it was the weirdest thing ever right so my one of the friends takes it and she's and i like pushed it into her mouth and she was like, you gave me too much. You gave me too much and starts hyperventilating, like thinking that she's dying. And I was just kind of staring at her. I was tired. The Molly didn't really do much for me. And I was just watching her run around in circles, like panicking. And I was like, probably not my best moment as a friend, but it, I knew it was going to start freaking me out. So I took a walk. I really took a walk and that's, I just walked throughout her neighborhood and I went to the lake that she had in her neighborhood and they have that little like fountain in the middle of it. And I watched that for hours. It did turn into a spaceship and I thought aliens were talking to me for like a cool second. But other than that, like it was a great experience. And then they come out and they're like, dude, where have you been? They come out with like face mask on and they're like, it's been three hours. I was like, oh, Okay. And then I walked back in, but like I had some cool experiences where I definitely saw a different side to life, you know? Um, but again, I would recommend if you're ever considering it, be in a good frame of mind. Um, I know one girl said that she did it when she was depressed and it did help her get through that. I personally, like the way your brain is thinking is what is going to magnify a little bit in your trips. So I would be, I'd be careful. I personally, if I was depressed, would not, um, or feeling depressed in that moment would not trip. But so be careful with how your mind is. Make sure you're strong enough to get yourself out of a trip. I would write yourself a note beforehand or a voice memo, um, and tell yourself everything's gonna be fine just in case. So you love yourself. I would get, you know, paint and water and snacks. You have to be really careful with the snacks. I'm super weird. I can't have anything that's too chewy and like crunchy because like the sound makes me feel weird. Um, but get yourself something that's that you'd really like. Um, I think uh goldfish is key or like um cheese and like cheese. Cheese and crackers, maybe, but I don't know what I had that one time that was so loud when I ate it. It was like a, it was a certain chip. I don't know. Or maybe it was, I don't know. I think, I'm not quite sure, but um, yeah, definitely. I think it was a graham cracker. I don't know. Anyways, I would definitely be careful about that. Uh, safety precautions. Don't drive when you're tripping. Don't let anyone else drive when you're tripping. Watch who you're around. Don't trip with someone that you don't trust. Um, and just have a good time if, if you do and do it for a purpose. Don't just like go to a party and like do drugs because you think it's cool. Don't let people peer pressure you into it. Like do it if you genuinely want something beautiful out of the experience. But now, 
for the best part, uh, listening to your or reading your little stories uh, that you sent me about tripping. So let us find it. Ha ha ha. Where is it? Here we go. All right, I'm going to start at the bottom. Let's see. Oh, wait, I think that was the bottom. Someone said, share yours. Uh, someone said, bro, I screamed die for you by the weekend and then proceeded to pet a snake plant. That's nice. Uh, someone said, I saw a tree morph into an old man and then he started running at me. That sounds really scary. Uh, someone said, on mushrooms he told me he slept with someone else and started crying and I had to comfort him. Oh, honey, that is crazy. It's so weird how people can do that, like do something wrong and then cry about it because they feel bad. Like, then why'd you do it? I don't know. Whatever. Someone said, uh, my first trip changed my life changed my life i'm totally different person yeah that's for sure um it teaches me things whether or not i'm ready for it or not um that's that's really cool someone says i went in my friend's bedroom and put a pillow over my head and started laughing hysterically see like i it, people people have good people have um have good ones. Uh, but someone said, whether I have a good or bad experience, I always grow. I think that is uh, awesome. One thing I will say though, when I did ecstasy, I only did it once and I did it um, at a rave. I did. I did do it at a rave and I did it for my favorite, um, my favorite uh, artist excision. And it literally was the best experience of my lifetime. The person I was with at the time literally got my phone stolen and I gave it my phone to them specifically because I knew I was going to be tripping and I didn't think it was safe with me. And they got it stolen right out of their pocket. They steal phones like crazy at, um, what is that called? EDC. And, um, oh well, but like my phone was stolen and I was like, fuck it. I don't give a shit. I was in such a great space and I knew I always wanted to do ecstasy, um, and listen to them because my other friend did it when she was like 15 and told me it changed her life so i did experience that one time but ecstasy makes you extremely extremely depressed afterward it takes all your serotonin and just like drains the life out of you uh so that wasn't very fun that part okay let's see other ones um <laughs> someone said i got extremely anxious because i thought i was stuck in an episode of euphoria in the u.s and all i wanted to do is get out be sober and not feel that way anymore i get that that is definitely a thing that happens depending on you know just the circumstances someone said <laughs> oh this one's long let me make sure i find the end okay i spent my I spent my first five grand shrooms trip sitting in my parents' house with my then boyfriend. Um, I took 1.5 tabs and hiked Hawking Hills State Park for 12 hours. Oh, I guess she's talking about um, different ones. Took a helicopter ride and climbed to the underside of a two-mile-long bridge on two tabs in Niagara Falls. What the hell? These are the, the best trip um, – the best, wait, the best is trips, sitting people and walking through wild, pretty scenery to blow their minds. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's awesome. She's saying that all these beautiful experiences of her doing things like made 
her appreciate the world so much. So thank you for sharing that. That's so cool. I, uh, would love to like go out to the woods. Uh, maybe I could trip with like Ben watching me and I'd be fine, but you know, wouldn't want to get lost out at sea. Uh, someone said the mushrooms are so healing. I've had so many great stories, but overall I've healed so much. I love that. I absolutely love that. So it said, well, shit, well, I got stuck in a time loop for eight hours and ended up taking like six showers. That's fine. You were super, you were super uh, clean. Someone said, took a strain called penis envy. Well, I feel like you fucked up right there. Like penis envy. Like what kind of name is that? Um, And was literally up for 14 hours, but the trip was good. I just wanted to fucking sleep. I remember that. My first uh, time tripping on mushrooms, I remember like after like I cried and whatever and like stared at myself in the mirror my sister came up to my room and like knocked on the door startled the fuck out of me because i was like not ready to see humans and she asked me if i wanted brownies and i was like i'm tripping really really hard don't tell mom yes i want brownies and then i could not sleep i couldn't sleep for hours i sat there trying to close my eyes and i couldn't sleep i remember that i did just want to go to fucking sleep um someone said i thought i um oh i thought i turned greed like an alien i ran and hit my head on the edge of the bed and then went to sleep okay i like that i like that someone said um oh someone said this book read for the first time in her boyfriend's room and she saw the cat from alice i used to like when i was high just like normal high I, I trip better than I do just smoking weed in like a chillaxed environment. Uh, I've seen some weird things or just felt some weird things. So that's why I'm just, no, no. Uh, someone said, I tripped so hard I couldn't understand English and pointed at things to communicate. I've done that too. I did that too. Um, I took an edible and got super drunk when I was really, really, really young. And I remember like telling people I couldn't speak. Uh, that was, that's so funny. I'm so happy that you said that. Cause I was so upset that I did that. and so embarrassed. Um, someone said one time I unlocked the multiverse because I relived all my past trip experiences. That's really cool. Sometimes when I was high, I could feel like I could see the loop of time and I could see all different angles of myself. Hmm. Someone said that was weird. Some men are so weird. Like, why are you even like following me? Like, go away. Uh, Zawood said, me and my twin flame invited our friend to do acid with us and she couldn't stop vomiting. <gasps> That's crazy. Okay, this is a good one. This is a long one. Um, uh, there was a group of us tripping on acid. We thought the world was ending. Two guys started puking, spinning in circles. I was in my bedroom, blacked out, curled in a ball in my room. My friend was puking, spinning in circles. Um, I was covered in vomit and everyone was traumatized. <laughs> that, that sucks. That sucks. Uh, that really, really sucks. Um, Someone said, no, not shrooms, but I got so high one time I started lobster crawling or lobster clawing my boyfriend and blowing bubbles. That is hilarious. I used to, me and my friend used to get high and I would say there was a shrimp or something, shrimp in my, 
in my back and she said that there was a fairy on her elbow like what but we were like 15 at the time uh someone said oh no this sounds this sounds bad someone said my ex Lily accused me of being the devil and believed me when i sarcastically said that i put tweezers up his asshole while we were tripping <laughs> you don't say that to someone if someone said that to me i would be like there's tweezers in my asshole. Like, oh my God. Like my friend looked at me and says, are you okay? You look really pale. Drink some water. And then I peed myself. Like, let's, let's, I need to stop talking about that. Don't tell anybody that I did that. Really? I'm serious. Um, mm-hmm. Someone said, aw, it was the first time I saw myself as beautiful. That is so sweet. That is so, so sweet. Okay, let's see. One time I was late for the bus and forgot about how bad the sidewalks were and busted my face in my pot from Doc Martens and wanted to die. Oh, wait, you meant that kind of trip. Never mind, never mind. Disregard. <laughs> she thought that she thought like actually just like tripping. Um, That is so. Oh, this one seems cool. Tripped at my friend's house and spent the day in our bikinis body painting each other. That would be so cool. Uh, So it's I giggled so hard. I cried and realized eating marshmallows was impossible. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Uh, oh, this is, seems like a big one. So we we were in the bamboo forest, tripping balls, having an amazing time. One of my friends starts tripping out and looping bad. She was out of her mind. So since we had no sober person with us, we were all tripping out and freaking out. Hours go by and we had to eventually call a friend for help because no one could drive. So my friend, still tripping out, forgets who we are. Then she starts... <gasps> Oh no, she starts masturbating in front of all of them, like really bad. We were like, what the fuck is happening? So long story short, my friend tripped out so hard. She started masturbating in front of all of us. After that, I didn't do acid for two years because of how traumatic it was for everyone. Oh my goodness. I've never, ever... That is, that's like that time that Cassie, right? She did that on Euphoria. That would be so, so, so embarrassing. I don't know how you'd come back. I don't know how you'd come back from that. Uh, All right. I think last one I'll do. Someone said, Uber, I went to the Keys earlier this year. We rented a boat with our friends. I was the only one to take some, but I took an eighth and went snorkeling in the water. It was so immaculate. Um, I also went fishing for the first time while on them and it was super fun. My friend from Alaska was there and he is like a fisherman. So he took care of taking it off and stuff while I was getting on. But while getting on the boat, I was looking at the person's back in front of me and it started looking crazy. So I'm very high now and could have probably went to better death. Okay, cool. You were already high when you were (laughs) commenting that. But that is so funny. Okay, wait, this one, I like the seeing the ones that like go into full detail. So then this one says, one time right after my boyfriend and I got together, we were in the forest and it started raining all around us and we were just peeking during our trip and was worried we were going to get soaked. And as soon as the rain started coming down full force, there was not anything touching us because we were covered by tree canopies. So the rain was falling all around, but not on us. It was so beautiful and made me feel so at peace and safe. Aww. That's so sweet. I love that. 
Oh, this one's so cute. Someone said, first time I ever uh, did streams, I watched Moana. And during I had a realization I needed to be in Hawaii. Two years later, here I am living in Maui. That is so sweet. I love that. Um, someone said, one time I sat in the grass and rolled around and cried to the grass about my life problems. That's, that's, that's me. That is me. Um, now, this one seems a little bit darker. Someone said, I kept going to dark places and, and process a lot of suppressed childhood trauma. Every time things would get dark in the skull of the ram, would, a skull of a ram would appear and everything would was better again. After coming down, I realized that the ram was actually my sister in Aries who was watching over me, especially during the time of trauma. <gasps> I love that. That is so cute. That is so adorable. You guys have so many stories. Like, you guys are such druggies. Uh, someone said, oh, and I lost it. Hold on, let's see. Someone said, one time I was late. For oh, no. I lost it. Um, And then one girl did a video um, and said that she... Because I, I had to screen record since I didn't film the, the correct day. So I did want to click on her video earlier and screen record it so I could read it out to you guys. Um, she did say that she went into it when she did. Uh, I forgot what it's called. You get the. Oh, you get the like leader of your trip. It's called something. Oh, I forgot. A sh 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 not a shaman. You get a. Oh, I'm so annoyed. It's like at the tip of my tongue, but I can't get it. But so she was super, super anxious and super depressed. So she went and um, got a guided trip and it really, really helped her process her emotions and find her purpose in life, which she said was just to live life and just that was her purpose just to be alive and live. And I thought that was great because I think at the end of the day, we do just like Russian life and that causes anxiety and depression and we're just running and running and running and this book that I've been reading I talk about it a lot 100 essays that will change the way you think it's a lot of like quotes and things like that so I just pick it up whenever um especially in the morning because I think it has some really cool things um to say uh but someone said oh she said I mean um huh I'll just read out a whole part of it. Um, the intensity of which you experience something or someone does not equate to how destined it is. Many people feel deeply that they're called to be famous in their field, but they do not have the skills or grit to make it. Most people who get married feel deeply that they're in the right relationship, but that doesn't mean it won't end in divorce someday. Breakups are meant to be. Job losses and hurt feelings and disappointments are too. How do we know this? Because they happen often. They are the most pivotal redirections. Forget the final picture that you want your life to amount to. It will never exist the way you think it should. And in the meantime, it will only ensure that you waste what you do have in the moment. There, there's only one final destination here. The only thing you're rushing towards is the end of your life. I know that can sound morbid for some, but for me, that's like empowering because yeah, we do just constantly rush and we stress ourselves out. And what are we rushing for? You know, one day everything's going to be done. You know, 
Every first experience you'll ever have is going to be done. Every birthday is going to be done. Every laugh, every vacation, every happy moment, every new movie, it's all going to be over. So why the fuck are we rushing? You know, I think it goes back into like, what, what do you want to do now? You know, what do you actually want to do? Forget having people to clap for you or acknowledge you. What are you passionate about? What do you want to do in this moment right now? Who do you want to be? Oh, I, this book also said that you don't owe your younger self shit. I thought that was kind of interesting because I always say like, make your younger self proud. And although you should make your younger self proud, I don't take that as, oh, my younger self wanted to be a model, so I need to model to make her proud. I take that as, you know, she'd be happy with me being happy, you know, me being a good person and me like getting, striving for my goals and whatnot. But I did think it was also nice that she said in this book, like, you don't know your younger self shit. You don't like the things that you liked back then and you didn't do the things that you liked back then because they're not what you like now. Because if you did like them now, you would have done that, you know? So sometimes you grow and evolve and instead of being happy for that, we beat ourselves down because we think that we've done something wrong or that we've made all the wrong choices. I definitely, definitely get down sometimes and I feel like I've made all the wrong choices and it really, really stresses me out. Uh, so we're, we're getting better at just learning to relax and be happy in the moment and just be who we're meant to be. But that brings me to this week's challenge, honeys. Um, I'm really excited for you guys to do this one. It was actually recommended to me and Ben when we were at couples counseling. So it's recording yourself a voice memo, okay? So that if you're ever anxious, if you ever think that you're not where you need to be or that you're too behind or you know, you're just confused or you're lost or you're lonely or anything happens, record yourself a voice memo say, hi, baby. Uh, I hope you're doing well. I just wanted to remind you that I'm so proud of you, that you're exactly where you need to be, that you can do this. You're capable, you're strong, you're beautiful. And that I fucking love you so damn much. You mean a lot to me. I'm here for you. I'm holding your hand. I will not let you fall. You know, like you have to be there for yourself. So I feel like if you recorded this little, you know, a few seconds, a minute, just saying the things that you're grateful for, the things that you've accomplished, I think it's really helpful to play that to yourself when you feel down. I think, like I said, the journals and the sets that I'm selling and things like that, I want to implement how important it is to get to know yourself. I don't want you guys walking around constantly reaching out for reassurance from other people. I've lived that way. You live that way. We've all been that way. And sometimes it can disappoint you so, so, so heavily. The only person that will have your back to a hundred percent is yourself, is yourself. So, so be there, get to know yourself, experience your energy. That brings me to masturbation, but I'll talk about that um, in the next episode. I want to talk freely about it because I think I need to sit some of my girlies down, okay? Because we really need to talk through some shit because I feel like today's society is so, so, so fucked. It, it's so fucked. I mean, even the way that politics are going now and voting and on women's bodies, like it's just, it's time to take our power back. It's time to reach that feminine, sexy, powerful energy um, and talk about it freely. It's it's nothing to be ashamed about. So 
that'll be in the next episode. But that's all the time we have for today. I love you beautiful baby so much. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your day or night. I hold you in my heart and I pray for you every day. And I literally love you guys. You guys are my best friends. You're the people that I talk to. Like I don't hang out with anybody. I just talk to you guys and uh, you guys make me happy and you guys have helped me like through so much and you guys send so much love. So I send it back to you a thousand, 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 thousand times. Uh, and thank you for just being here. I can't wait to continue these episodes. My friend actually called me the other day and said this was the longest she's ever seen me be dedicated to something. And I, part of me does blame it on the bipolar because it's like, I can get super, you know, into something or I just give up. You know what I mean? Like I have picked about a billion majors. Like I was like, I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to be a psychologist. It's like, psychiatrist. I'm going to be a therapist. I'm going to be a school teacher. I'm going to be a scientist. I've picked out so many different, my dog is scratching on the blankets. Um, she's digging somewhere. I'm assuming to China, but I don't think she'll get very far. Opal, can we, can we, can we cut it out? Just lay down. Uh, but I, I picked out about a billion things for myself to do. And my friends have just kind of watched me do that. They've just like said, okay, this, this, you know, this is Malia's thing. Um, she'll be on this for three days and then change her mind. So it made me feel really good to see my friends' reactions to like my brand and my ideas and like say, like, holy shit, like you're sticking to this one. Like, I'm proud of you. And my even my parents and my family, like. I'm happy and like sometimes I get nervous I'm like okay well I'm happy now and I'm probably gonna have a major depressive episode and disappear again and I get worried but I'm feeling really stable really happy and I'm in a good place so I really really am going to keep this going for you guys and I'm gonna be here for you guys and again follow the podcast Instagram and my Instagram DM me I respond as much as I can to all of you guys um but sometimes it does take me a little bit longer to get to your um, answers or your questions because I do not like to just answer it half-ass and write a generic copy-paste thing. It's not my style. So I genuinely take a lot of time to like read what you're reading and then like pray and ask like what I could offer you and like give some good energy to you. And then I do my responses um, after that. So if I haven't gone to you yet, just know I will. Uh, it just takes some time and hopefully I'll be on Patreon soon and you guys can pay for some, um, a monthly subscription and get some free episodes throughout the week. I think I'm going to start doing like a motivational, uh, Wednesday or like a work it Wednesday or something like that, where I can just do like a 20 minute thing on Wednesdays or like Fridays and just like hype you guys up. Um, but that'll be on like a monthly, monthly subscription or something like that. I, I'm not quite sure, but DM me any of your topics that you want to talk about or just anything you need and I'll, and I'll be there for you. So I love you babies so much. Have a great day and let me know what you think about the challenges and let me know how it makes you feel. Okay. Bye. Mwah.